Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, August 3rd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Former Missouri Governor Jay Nixon is returning to politics by assisting a group that pushes political centrism. The key to a successful democracy from elected officials is not the ability to agree, but the ability to disagree. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on how Nixon is at odds with some prominent Missouri Democrats. Every student in the Collinsville Community Unit School District will now be able to eat breakfast and lunch for free. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports. Collinsville Schools will offer free meals for its more than 6,000 students through a federal program called the Community Eligibility Provision. During the pandemic, meals were free for all students across the country. But last year, students had to pay again. Superintendent Mark Bradley Skirdich says this is one part of pandemic education he wants to go back to. When families and students did not have to worry about costs for a meal, more individuals ate. And so when we have the opportunity to not have students worried about their next meal going hungry or if they can charge or not, that's a big deal. Almost half of all Illinois students got free meals through community eligibility last school year. I'm Kate Grimke, St. Louis Public Radio. Local public health officials are making a big push to improve vaccination numbers among children headed back to school this month. St. Louis County's Public Health Director, Dr. Kanika Cunningham, says the region still is not back on track after disruptions in medical care during the pandemic. So we did see that routine vaccinations, uh, well-child visits drop. So there's really a big push um, around the country as well as locally here for us to make sure our kids are up to date on our vaccinations. Cunningham says vaccinations are available without an appointment at the three county health department locations. No one will be turned away if they can't pay. Every school district in Illinois will now be required to offer a full-day kindergarten program by fall 2027. Mawa Iqbal has more. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed that measure into law yesterday. It also requires every district to establish a half-day program that incorporates play-based learning. State Senator Kimberly Lightford says this will be pivotal to students' education. You have more days to teach them how to write their name and their ABCs and their colors. You you just have more of an opportunity to sew into children when they have four-day kindergarten. Opponents have raised concerns about smaller districts not having enough space or staff to accommodate the change. But Lightford says districts can apply for a waiver to push the implementation date up to fall 2029. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Pregnant and postpartum women in St. Charles County's WIC program can now receive a free supply of prenatal vitamins. The St. Charles County Department of Public Health is partnering with California-based nonprofit Vitamin Angels to provide 750 bottles of vitamins. Megan Hickey is a registered dietitian and the program manager for St. Charles County's WIC initiative. She says prenatal vitamins play a crucial role in the healthy development of an unborn baby. Typically, a lot of our moms don't have the income to purchase prenatal vitamins on their own prior to waiting for health insurance authorization. So we partnered with this agency in order to provide free prenatal vitamins to them. Clients can receive a six-month supply during nutritional counseling appointments at the county's health services clinic. A former St. Patrick's Center outreach worker is accusing St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones of having him fired over criticism of the city's treatment of people who are homeless. 
Yitzi Simon is suing the city, alleging he was fired because Jones threatened to take grant money away from St. Patrick's unless he was terminated. Simon spoke to the media in opposition to Jones's plan to bulldoze homeless tent encampments along the downtown riverfront. He was fired at the end of March, a few days after the incident. A spokesman for Jones declined to comment on pending litigation. A lawyer for Simon says St. Patrick's Center is not included in the lawsuit because it's also a victim of the city's actions. A St. Louis area man, best known as the Cardinals fan rally runner, has been charged in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Daniel Donnelly Jr. was arrested yesterday in St. Louis. He faces five counts, including being in the Capitol unlawfully, keeping Capitol Police from doing their job, and stealing. The criminal complaint says Donnelly told his followers in a Facebook video that he wanted to use a riot shield to get the furthest of any of the rioters. He is accused of using that shield to help a crowd push into a tunnel near the Capitol entrance reserved for members of Congress. Court records did not immediately show if Donnelly was allowed bond. He did not have an attorney listed. Former Missouri Governor Jay Nixon has joined the group No Labels, which combats efforts to keep a possible third presidential ticket off the ballot in certain states. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the move puts Nixon in direct opposition to some of his fellow Democrats. Nixon has generally stayed out of electoral politics since he left the governorship in 2017. Instead, he spent most of his professional time as a lawyer for the Dowd Bennett Law Firm and hiked on trails both in Missouri and around the world. Yet, in agreeing to become the director of No Label's Ballot Integrity Project, Nixon knows he's subjecting himself to fierce and at times vicious criticism. Nixon, though, says there's a broader principle at play. It deeply, deeply troubled me that we were in a situation in which you had folks working against the public's ability to get things on the ballot. Uh, That has been a vital, it's a pillar of democracy, especially in a state like Missouri, where where you have minimum wage, Medicaid expansion, Hancock Amendments, you got both sides play there uh, appropriately. No Labels is a group of centrist political figures like Nixon. The group has pushed back at what they feel is extremism in the Democratic and Republican parties. I I think the key to a successful democracy from elected officials is not the ability to agree, but the ability to disagree. And these days, for a myriad of reasons, the hyper-partisanship, the the resources that attack people for taking positions, uh, it's it, we're not getting action from our government, especially in D.C., that reflects the needs and the issues of our country. While No Labels does not consider themselves a political party, the leaders of the group are weighing putting forth a bipartisan, quote, unity ticket if certain polling or viability thresholds are met. Former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan said that Nixon will help fight back against primarily Democratic efforts to keep a possible presidential ticket off the ballot in certain states. Even if you're not in agreement with the mission of no labels, you have to be, you know, in agreement with fundamental rights that people have. Needless to say, some of Nixon's fellow Democrats are not happy with no labels. One of the detractors is former Missouri Congressman Richard Gephardt, who is part of a group fighting no labels known as Citizens to Save Our Republic. Our view is that in these difficult times, 
No labels should not be doing this. If next year's election is between President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump, Gephardt says that a so-called unity ticket could throw the election to Trump. I ran for president twice. Nobody asked me to run for president, and nobody told me I couldn't run for president. That's not the way this works. It's a free country. Anybody can run for anything. In fact, we need good volunteers. But in this case, and it's only about Trump, this is a dangerous, risky thing for them to do. And we're hoping to be able to convince them not to do it. Gephardt says his group's polls showed that the unity ticket helps Trump win. Other surveys, including one from Monmouth University, showed that a unity ticket would not deprive Biden of a second term. In any case, Nixon says he's shrugging off criticism for helping no labels. When you get these harsh comments, that's the new dialogue. And it's really hard to find progress if you have sat around on your phone and tweeted out or commented out that the other person is just the worst thing since since ever. Whether no labels actually fields a presidential ticket in 2024 is unclear. But in the meantime, Nixon, who is not being paid for helping no labels, says he's content with fighting back against efforts to keep the potential unity ticket off of voters' ballots. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.